Special thanks to our promotional partners at the American Philatelic Society. The APS is the largest stamp collecting organization in the world, supporting collectors of any level worldwide. For more information about membership and APS services, visit stamps.org. I'm Charles Epting from H.R. Harmer in New York City. And I'm Michael Cortese of Noble Spirit in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And this is Conversations with Philatelists. Now, Michael, why don't you tell us who our guest is today? Uh, our guest, I guess, would be the holidays. Our guest is <laughs> is absolutely Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's uh, would yeah. be our guest. We, we're we doing sort of a, a year-end uh, wrap-up episode. Yeah. Uh, even it, even though we have time. not been doing this for a year. Exactly. We think it's time. So we thought it would be a good idea yeah. to... Um, to just sort of catch up and talk about uh i have questions i want to ask you um great i'm not sure you have anything you want to ask me but that, well, that's, they might they cool. might spark some stuff up yeah i could they ask might, questions. they might yeah. but but more than anything i think just a little bit of reflection on uh what has happened to us philatelically mm-hmm. uh in the year 2020 both inside of the podcast and outside of the podcast yeah um where we'd like to go with the podcast in 2021 yeah uh, i think these are just some, some things that'd be nice to to kick back and, and catch up on before um, uh, before some really exciting new things in the first part of 2021. Some some really fantastic interviews coming up in yeah just a couple of days and just a couple of weeks that I, I can't wait to tell people about. Couple couple of weeks, yeah. One that I personally have been looking forward to that I, I contacted the person. I, I don't want to reveal who it is yet because they're not involved in the philatelic world. But I think it's such an incredible interview. So we, uh, we have we have two people coming up who are not philatelists right, per se, right? But that I the, think are both really interesting because they're so essential to the hobby, right? Without yeah. being a stamp collector who goes to shows and buys and exhibits, mm-hmm. um, sort of like how much I enjoyed our conversation with Daisy Todd, yeah, who again isn't a philatelist per se. Um, yet is so so crucial to what we all know and what we all love. I think there's two of yeah. those coming up. I hope we're thinking of the same two people. We uh, are, are both going to be really exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because yeah, and it's not even a thing with with like with Daisy Todd, where most or a lot of people know who she is and they know the work that happens with uh, restoration and 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 everything like that. These people are really kind of on the the fringe where their stories that they're that they have are so important they're no. very well established successful uh yeah. people uh, yeah i I'm, but but, I'm but, but you're right in that they're, they're not part of the core of the hobby i would say they're not yeah. someone you're going to bump into at a stamp show exactly yeah but there's someone that that i think every philatelist will definitely want to hear from hear and a conversation with yes yes just to exactly. tie in our name again yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And one of them, at least, at least one of them has been five months in the making. That's how busy this person was that they couldn't speak with us. But, yeah. And speaking of that, I mean, we, we do have, uh, episodes booked into it's December. Now we've got episodes booked into February where uh, I'm just so excited for the, you know, next year. Um, this will be our first full year of CWP. Yeah. Yeah, I'm as, to it. as Suzanne called it as well. Yeah. In the uh, the awards, I'm glad it's not just you and me who say CWP. Right. We have an we have an acronym now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's exciting. So, do you want to talk a bit about what happened this past week? Let's do that, and then that'll segue into the first thing I wanted to ask you. But but why okay. don't you explain to people um, where we were 
Wednesday other than uh, quarantining at home because of a blizzard. Yeah, fantastic point. Um, <clears throat> so, so Wednesday, the, the PTS, the Philatelic Trader Society, had their newly announced award ceremony on Wednesday. They streamed it on Facebook Live through the APS uh, Facebook page. And this was actually something we talked about beforehand because yeah. we were excited before you told me we were nominated. And before right. we found out that we won, we were right. genuinely engaged in this concept because a philatelic award show seems overdue and seems right. like a no-brainer. And it was mm-hmm. exciting to see somebody filling this this void that I guess nobody really realized was a, was a void. So, you know, this is something that we – I was invested in. I, I think you were invested yeah. in as well before we had any uh, idea of, of what was to come. Right. Yeah. It was, it was the idea of it was, it was incredibly exciting. Yeah. And they got some great judges. Yeah. Scott English, Chris King, uh, couldn't get better judges. Nope. And, uh, and, and yeah, we ended up winning the, the, the creative concept of the, uh, I'm still in shock, Charles, uh, to be completely honest with you. It's, it's when we started this six, seven months ago and I, and I said this the other day, this was not, this kind of thing was not on the table. No. for us um no we didn't we, I, did, we just wanted to we talk to our friends exactly and and, and yeah, i didn't know if we'd still be doing it now to be completely <laughs> there's all these great ideas that sort of burn out after a, a month or so yeah but we've stuck with it we've and, stuck with and, it and to be recognized and and honored like that and then you hear about who else was nominated and i was like who are we right of course Why? <laughs> like boy are you guys sure yeah who did michael pay off no it, it was it was really humbling yeah. and 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 genuinely flat it was one of those things like as as we built up towards wednesday and then like all wednesday morning i actually ran into the office right before the storm hit mm-hmm. and i found myself like jittery and nervous right. knowing that yeah. this was about to happen um it's one of those things that sort of like snuck up on me just how much it meant to me right um exactly. and I, I i'm really really proud as i said in my and then i the Awards, the ceremony is archived on the APS Facebook page, uh, YouTube page, I believe. YouTube page, yeah. But as I said in my 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 little you know two minute uh, thank you, um, I, I had to thank you first and foremost for um, even coming up with this idea. You're the one who cold called me while I'm driving around looking in the collection, and you're like, <laughs> hey, "I've got this crazy idea," and against my better judgment, I said, "Let's do it." <laughs> well, I couldn't and think of any any better person to to do this with. I couldn't think of anyone else. <laughs> going through you got your rolodex and you're like philatelist philatelist charles yeah um but but honestly the fact that you even thought to reach out to me about this is um uh i i think you deserve full credit for the award um if there was a cash prize i would i would give you my half um i'd humbly accept that but no 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 the the cat the cash that is but the the credit I really I feel like not only does it need to be split between the the two of us but also to all of the guests that that we've had on the show because they've they've just been incredible every single one I mean the, that's, absolutely that's and, the and the, the, other, the other thing I mentioned those early guests whether it's Alex whether yeah. it's Wayne Youngblood the ones who said yes to us when we didn't really have any idea of, well we had an idea of what we wanted to do but we didn't know how we were going to execute it yeah um it, it's much easier um for somebody to to buy into a concept when there's a body of work and when there's a, a yeah. track record and we had none of that we right. were just like hey we're doing this but then how we're going to record it we don't you know yeah, you have remember- to learn how to attach the microphone you have to have the, <laughs> the the auxiliary cord mic and everything we were um uh making it up as we went along and yet yeah. there were still people who said we believe in you alex 
has believed in us since mm-hmm. day one. And uh, the fact that there were people who actually said yes to us when we were so naive. Yeah. Yeah. Was, Alex was really amazing. Gary. Uh, Gary Lowe Wade, was an early one. Wade, Wade we, Soddy. Hadn't, we hadn't released an episode when we recorded for Wade Saudi. And he no, and calling I, him and him saying, what are you, what are you guys doing? I got a I flat tire in the Bronx him. that day, too. Yeah, I remember that. That's why the um, kind of inside scoop, that's why the image, on when you watch it on YouTube, it's it's flipped. Usually it's me and you in the top corners and then the guest on the bottom. But for Wade, it's, it's me and Wade and then you're on the bottom. This is like you when you watch those YouTube late. videos, <laughs> like like bloopers in The Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah. Do you notice the Cowardly Lion? This is, this is like that. People who yeah. are really... Uh, fans of the channel are now going to go back and like try and spot the anachronisms <laughs> in our episodes. Yeah. Um, don't notice I have a different background every time. <laughs> yeah. And you have not moved in six months. No. Another inside uh, fun scoop for people is that we uh, color coordinated our blazers today for That's true. Christmas. So just a little little Easter egg for the, the diehard conversations with Flatless fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michael, the award was awesome. The mm-hmm. award ceremony was awesome. What are your other philatelic highlights of 2020? What is your favorite thing that you sold? What is your favorite? Sold. I don't think you went to a show. <laughs> so I can't ask you what your favorite show you went to is. Yeah. What is your what what are your um what are your your highlights of this year though looking back on it? Usually usually for me usually my highlights are items that I've carefully put in the store and I and we sell store items that way and there have been a couple that i got excited about the offers that we received um but you know what i like is i i like inverted centers go ahead name an inverted center that you've sold this year we haven't sold any this year and that's why i don't remember any but i like them (laughs) you answered the question of uh what errors do you like most of all not what is your philatelic (laughs) highlight of 2020 yeah um no i I'd say my the philatelic highlight of 2020 was some of the collections that we bought. I mean, we we can't travel. You know, my my father and I used to travel all the time together. You know, we we drive down to Florida, we'd fly to California, we'd drive drive to Chicago, and 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 those are memorable events for the two of us because it's we're on the way to the collection talking about what the collection could have. We see the collection, we purchase the collection, and we on the way back we talk about what it does have, what it didn't have, what we wished it had, and and it's like American Pickers, exactly, but more legitimate. Um, they sold. Nobody's that. ever they sold that show. Nobody's ever <laughs> accused the stamp business of being legitimate, though. <laughs> um, no, but it it's been a weird. It's definitely been a weird year where. Usually we drive to the collections to get them, and this year we've had to the have the collections them drive to you exactly, and that kind of sometimes narrows down the kinds of collections you can get. Uh, and I feel like this year we've been uh, focusing a lot more on quality over quantity because of that. We're not going to tell someone to ship a two hundred carton collection to us when we usually go pick it up and we can't go get it. So we've had to scale back on the, the quantity kinds of collections. So we've got a lot of more quality in. And as I said in the APS Q and a that we had just the other day, it's a lot more bread and 
butter type stuff. Um, Colombians mint to the $5, but the collections that we've got in, one that I'm particularly thinking about was a lot of British mint material. Um, I remember one find in particular. It was a King George. It was a five pound. Maybe George V? Yeah. And it, it was hinged. But I remember never seeing the stamp before. And I remember pulling it out of the glassine. And uh, and it was behind a bunch of other Leeward Islands. And what was weird about that collection was it didn't have the lower values. It was The, the lower values were for a different set. And the five pound that I pulled out was uh, was for a completely different set. But it was still tucked in there behind it. And I think it cataloged something around uh, 3,600. It's fun to find one you've never seen before. It is. And I would have thought I w- had seen it before. But it, I hadn't. And I think it if just... If you ever talk to George Holshower... Yeah. You will learn that there are things that catalog like $40. Yeah. <laughs> that you will never see. <laughs> and there are things that catalog $10,000. Yeah. You can go buy anytime you want. Yeah, you see on Especially every street with, corner. Exactly. I saw one out the window this morning. Yeah. With British in particular, there are some anomalies mm-hmm. uh, with things like that. So that doesn't surprise me that it's not no. one you've come across. Yeah. Well, I looked it up, and the and the last time one had sold was in like 2017 in a Siegel auction. So, uh, and even on I looked it up on Stamp Market Index. I looked it up on the uh, just regular Google search and the um, Stamp Auction Network search and and one hadn't been sold in the past three years so that that kind of excited me you know when you get those those gut feelings you look at something and you flipping you don't realize how much you've seen until you see something you haven't seen right and there's so many things that i'm sort of subconsciously like yeah they're in every collection they're they're always there and then you see one every once in a while and you're like wait a minute that's not supposed to be there right yeah that's too good to be there i think i audibly said who are you when I saw it in the glass scene. And what did the stamp say? Um, nothing. Okay. Yeah. It can't talk. <laughs> Do you remember what it sold for? Off the top of your we head? haven't sold it. It was just in Are you just keeping it? We're just, no, it's just that in went our... into, That went into your Sierra Leone collection. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just began a Sierra Leone collection. Of, yeah. You, uh, you know, you start with, you start with one of the, the five pound values. You're good. That's a lot easier to go work your way down than to work your way up. So that's right. glad to see. Right. So you got a new well, I mean, it, it, like we talked to so many people who who sell as well as collect. I mean, it's how where do you draw the line of things you're going to keep and things you're going to sell? For us, we put it in our store. That one was definitely the most memorable of of anything that kind of happened. This and we've had more exciting things happen, but it's just it's just finding stuff. It's yeah, just. I, I, Trust me, I, I hear that completely. Uh, what about you? Um, I've had a couple of fun things. Uh, right before the lockdown, I was in London, which is always nice to get to see my girlfriend. Right. Um, but also there's a, a collector named Nigel Gooding mm-hmm. who um, uh, I've dealt with for a long time and emailed and corresponded with. And uh, he's, he's a good friend digitally. Um, but Olivia and I actually got to spend the day with he and his wife uh, going to – uh, Hampton Court Palace, which was Henry VIII's palace, and we spent a great day. Uh, uh, you know, Olivia and and Nigel's wife talking about not stamps, and Nigel and myself talking about 
uh, Philippines postal history for the most part. <laughs> I went over to Nigel's house, saw his collection. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. There's these people you you uh, know for a long time um, that you don't really know until you get yeah. to spend a full day with them. And it was it was fantastic. It was it was really exciting. Uh, so that was cool. Um, uh, we just sold the Joe Prylock collection of postal stationery um, last week, week before last, last week. Um, this was exciting because right at the beginning of lockdown, when uh, you know we were all having a hard time not being able to go into the office, I got a call from uh, Joe's widow, who uh, had had heard about HR Harmer, knew he had bought from us. Uh, you know, didn't didn't want me to come out immediately to look at it um, because obviously we were all uh, taking every every precaution. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to get a call that there was a consignment on the horizon was a nice little pick me up. And when I was finally able to go there and, and meet with her and her son and, and view this collection and then to see it all the way through to, to fruition and sales, that was nice. That was um, uh, really exciting to have something like that, um, again, to sort of lift your spirits during the lockdown. Um, other just quick little things. I scanned a whole bunch of HR Harmer's old catalogs and ran OCR on them and they're digitized and you can download them for free. And it was awesome. Oh, wow to be able to do that, um, during lockdown, that was a fun project. Um, and then my, like not my, my stamp collecting highlight of the year, I would say not as a dealer, but when I was in Serbia in August, which was just like the coolest trip ever. And I went to the Serbian like central post office in Belgrade, which is this gorgeous 1938 building, neoclassical. And I went inside and they still have a philatelic window where you can buy, like old stamps, like like five, ten years old. Oh yeah. You can go and they'll hand you a stock book and tongs, and you can pick out stamps you want to buy. And I was like, why don't our post offices do this anymore? <laughs> like you know, there used to be a philatelic window back in the 30s and 40s and 50s, I guess. Yeah. But um, I saw there was like a little presentation book uh, for a series of dinosaur stamps they did um, mm-hmm. like two or three years ago, and that's one of my my collections is dinosaurs on stamps. Um, I've I have a, a decent ish collection. But to be able to go to a post office and be like a collector who, again, is sifting through a stock book, and then I'd see the dinosaurs, and I'm like, I want that one. And they just charge you face value. Like, it, it's nice to be able to buy from a post office like that. Yeah. So that was, a, as a collector, that was a, a real highlight. To, it sort of felt like, I guess, the way things would have been, um, you know, 75 years ago here. So yeah, that was kind of cool. All over the place with my highlights. but um, Yeah, definitely. But, it, it, but you know, it, it, you know, it... it it's one of those things where you just got to find the find the silver lining in a year like this, and uh, I, I so okay. I'm going to segue into my my other question for you. Okay, what are your philatelic New Year's resolutions? Jeez, um, what are you going to read? What are you going to tackle? What are you going to collect? What are you going to learn about? What are your yeah? What is your goal by the end of 2021? Um. And, and I'm going to ask you this question twice, once for yourself and once for this podcast. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I'd like to pull a lot more stuff off our library and just, just read it. Um, we've got this enormous library at our, at our office and we use it just for reference, but there's books there that, that are definitely just digestible, that are definitely just readable. And there's been a lot of situations where I've read something and I've seen something two weeks later and I've gone, geez, if I hadn't read that two weeks ago, I wouldn't know about this item. And I can't imagine it's, it's so tough focusing on the world, focusing on everything that there's so many things that probably have, have passed by that I was not aware of 
because there's so many books that have gone unread. So, yeah, I'd say probably try and take it a book off the library home with me every week or so. I think I think a book a week would be like uh depending on the size of the book obviously. There's depending some that are, on the size of the book, yeah. Some of these are are um, gargantuan. Yeah. And for the podcast, where do you want us to be on this day one year from now? Cuz I know in my heart what I want. <laughs> I can't wait I to want, get to that. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. I want a million subs. Um, <laughs> a million? million subscribers by the end of 2021 that's my goal we're at what like 300 now uh we're at 450 450 see i'm i'm halfway there at that rate we only need (laughs) bear with me for a second 1 million minus 450 divided by 365 we need 2738.5 subscribers per day so we'll round up 20 2750 subscribers per day would get okay per day yeah Starting January 1st. Starting January 1st. That would get us there by the end of 2021. So I think it's feasible. I think it's doable. Um, Yeah, more than that would be great. That would be, uh, you know, uh, icing uh, on top. But um, but I think a million subscribers would be be good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two for a thousand. Yeah. I think a thousand is doable. I you definitely that'd be and a million by the end of 2022. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, what are you hoping that we get out of? What are you well, hoping the, that we get out of? The there's a couple of things year? I would love to do um, in, in this next year. Uh, one of which is an episode from New Hampshire, mm. from Noble Spirit HQ. Another of which, I mean, where I'm actually there too. You're always <laughs> right. But I, I want to do one where I, I want to do episodes where we're in the same room. Yeah, because as much fun as this is, um, you know, I'm looking at you and you're like, yeah, a little image on the screen. It would be fun. I think I think it would be fun to do in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to have you down to New York to do an episode. I think we have to do an episode from Chris Green's shop. Yeah. Prime Minister Trudeau, please open the border. I saw you announce again that uh, you're not opening it. Please yeah. get on that for the sole reason that Michael and I want to do an episode from your beautiful country. <laughs> That I've never been to. So, okay, see, Mr. Trudeau, please. Um, if this gets to the prime minister's office, <laughs> see, then we'll get a million subs. Um, I think we have to do an episode from the American Philatelic uh, Center in Belfont. Yeah. I think we have to sit down with, with Scott Tiffany, Scott English, Gary Lowe, um, all the folks there. And, and it would be fun to do sort of like a round table with all the APS, I feel. Yeah, uh, yeah, might be kind of cool to do that on location. Um, so that, that that's one thing is as much fun as it is being here. Um, I'd love to to keep this up once we get back out on the road. Do an episode yeah. from a stamp show. Um, that that's something I think would be really cool. And then like we were talking about in the introduction, I like going directions that are unexpected. And we get a lot of people saying, "Hey, can you talk to X, Y, and Z?" And X, Y, and Z are great collectors, and I'd love to have them on at some point. But I love when we uh, throw people a curveball and they don't know who it is we're talking to. They've never heard the name before. Yeah. And it's up to us to make it an interesting conversation because all of these people have great stories to tell. And I really think it's, um, it's sort of our role to, um, bring those stories out and, and, um, share them. And there's people you see speak at every stamp show and they tell great stories and they are more than welcome on our show anytime. 
but let's find those out of left field guests. Yeah. And that's some yeah. of the guests that we have have coming up. The, like that's the, what's so exciting. Is these, five these, month one. Exactly. I was gonna say these are not not like the people you would think of us no. having on, and I think that's really cool that we don't fall into a pattern. Um, it's something right. I want to keep up. Is the Chris King said it during the awards uh, broadcast. He said the fact that you had Daisy Todd and Gordon Eubanks on back to back, and I thought, you know what, that is kind of cool that we had two uh, yeah. you know totally different people on. Mm-hmm. back to back that's that's really neat that's what this is about yeah but but that and touching on what you you said earlier the the pandemic will end and at some point we're going to be able to go back to shows again and we want to continue doing this but it, it i i'm really excited for doing it in person you know we're gonna have to it, buy a camera we're gonna have to go out we're gonna have to actually film we should so we should do like interviews. like we, interviews and we should do like stamp show. I don't know. Like, I don't want to use the word vlog. <laughs> then don't. Because that just doesn't seem like the kind of video log. Yeah. Um, but we should do like, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to, to do, you know, um, boots on the ground podcasting as well. Mm-hmm. As just, I mean, again, I like sitting here. I like my office it's much warmer than it is outside. Yeah. But I think it would be cool to do more. Put a camera behind you. At the HR Harmer booth, in well, what if we had a, what if we had a CWP booth someday? Yeah, that'd be, and then we could man all three booths, our company, your your company, and I was the thinking just booth. a CWP booth. Okay, we just forget about the company. <laughs> well, the company we have business cards, but yeah. but I think it would be fun to have somewhere where maybe we do like a like a live chat with people. You know, every third hour or something, we have a live chat. Like we schedule these things in advance and have people yeah. come by the booth to talk to us. I, I would be fun. I think that would be incredible. I really do. And 20, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And it'll be fun too. When we can meet those, those people we um, yep. meet on here, when we can like see them in person and be like, I talked to you on zoom. Yeah. You were on conversations with Flatalist, And I think that'll be cool when we can again, blur that line between what we're doing here mm-hmm. and the hobby that we all know and love. And I think that'll be fun to again to to mix the the old and the new yes the 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 world we knew prior to 2020 and the the world we learned to live in in 2020 i think there's a happy medium moving forward where we can still sit in our office and do an episode or we can do an episode from new hampshire or pennsylvania or uh, canada spelman museum absolutely i think it'll be fun when we can um when we can really start to to mix things up like that keep the model we have now but augment it and add to it and yeah. supplement it exactly and just thank you to the people listening and the emails that we receive and the- i love getting these emails so michael what is that email that people because i feel like i'm always saying it why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with us yeah it's a philately podcast at gmail.com which is also coincidentally our website what are the odds of that yeah you just take out the gmail part philately podcast and the app uh, so it's philately podcast.com um you're on twitter at yep. I think it's just uh, Michael J. Court. And I'm Charles L. Epting. True. Um, on Twitter. So I've been more active on Twitter now that I've gotten rid of Instagram and Facebook completely. Mm-hmm. I actually look at Twitter about once a day. So you can tweet at me, <laughs> yeah. and odds are I will retweet it. <laughs> Doesn't even matter what you say. If I see my well, name, I'm like. I endorse that message. Retweet. 
Uh, Absolutely. No, but I, I feel like this won't be, this isn't going to be the last episode of the year. We've got one more episode this year. Oh, is this not out. the last episode of the year? You're right. No. Yeah. So this is coming out Christmas week. Okay. So it, um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to those everyone. who it applies to. Yes. Um, so we've got one more this year. I've, I've been talking about this year, like it's already over, but it's uh, right. very much not over. Um, so, Okay, let's just go. So we're on Spotify podcast, we're on Google yeah. podcast, we're on Apple podcast, we're on uh, Podbean. Uh, like you said, flatterlypodcast at gmail.com, flatterlypodcast.com. Michael J. Court on Twitter. I'm Charles yeah. L. Epting on Twitter. But if you look at any of Michael's tweets, I'm probably mentioned in them. So <laughs> that's how you can find me. Because um, I can't even find myself sometimes. Um, but Michael, last thing. Yeah. It's just a huge thank you to you. A huge oh. thank you to the listeners. Yeah. A huge thank you to your sister Claire who edits these things. Mm. Who you conveniently forget every time we go through our thank yous. <laughs> I've got a sister too. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> um, thank you to the guests. Thank you to the American Philatelic Society for their support. Thank you to the Philatelic Trader Society for their support. Thank you to yeah. Noble Spirit for their support. Thank you to everyone who has made this crazy idea that you pitched to me while I was bored on a drive to long island uh it's become a huge part of my life it's something i look forward to every week um i go on youtube and i look at like my subscriptions and when i see a new episodes up i get excited yeah even though i just made it (laughs) um so no i just want to say thank you to everyone i feel like i'm accepting an oscar now but i just want to say thank you did accept an oscar i did feel like that it did. It, yeah. I mean, it was such a, it was such an honor. It really, absolutely, really was. Absolutely. And, and basically I want to take who I thanked in that speech and multiply it by like a hundred. Yeah. Um, so, so no, this has been a really fun couple of months and it's going to be a really fun, hopefully more than another couple of months. Yeah. Hopefully many years. Cause I don't yeah. see us running out of people to talk to. No, hey, that, that was not even a concern for me. When we first talked about this, I said, let's make it a, weekly episode my second thought was are there going to be enough people to talk to and we haven't oh, there's not, enough people we haven't even scratched the surface of who we No, i i know I, I think back like who we've talked to. we've talked to great people don't get me yeah. wrong but there's like so many hundreds more yeah. that we can that we can go after and mm-hmm. and everyone is so gracious with saying yes it's yeah. amazing yeah it's been we've got some phenomenal guests lined up i just want to mirror your sentiment there is that Thank you to everyone. This has been as as for you, is, as it is for me. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading a Charles Dickens novel. <laughs> as for you, as it is for me. No, it was a wonderful. I, I didn't know where you were going with that. Claire, yeah. please leave that in as well. As as you said, just like you, it's become a huge part of my life as well, and it's something that I look forward to every single week. And it's something that every time the email box dings for philatelypodcast at gmail.com. It, Shameless plug. Right. It, it, uh, it, it really excites me. Michael, I think that the note we both want to end on is one of gratitude. This is something we've been expressing over and over. Like I, It reminds me of, of um, Wayne's World where they're just like, I'm not worthy. Um, that's a modern reference for me, too. To quote a movie from the what is it, late 80s, early 90s. Mm. Next, I'm going to throw a Back to the Future reference at you. Um, but I don't feel like like 
I feel like you're doing a lot of really great things and the idea was yours. And I feel like the editing is exceptional, but I just don't feel like this is about me. I feel like this is about our guests and about our listeners. And that's why I'm so humbled by these awards is because it's like, all we're doing is allowing other people to tell their stories. Yeah. Um, so it, it, maybe you feel the same way. I don't want to speak for you, but it's like, um, this is about, about our guests first and foremost. And yeah. I'm really, humbled and honored to be able to provide them with a platform to tell their stories. Exactly. I feel completely the same way. I think the people that we have on are doing, we are only as good as our guests, right? Because this is probably going to be our least viewed episode. And it's just you and I talking. (laughs) Right. I like the episodes where we talk, but I love it. No, it's fine. It's like a phone call that other people have to listen to. Exactly. The, the guests are the heart and soul of CWP, yeah. and we're just the the garnish. Yeah. So from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of your heart too, I feel. Thank you. Thank you all, from all. your favorite philatelic garnish. Yeah, and we can have like a little thing, like a rainbow. Thank you. Yeah. That'd be cute, Claire. Yeah, Claire, do it. <laughs> Claire, can we get one of those Pixar lamps as well that bounces across the string? It's a great That'd be question. Cool, right? Yeah, that would yeah. be. Charles, we have some fantastic guests coming up. I'm really looking forward to the new year. Our guest next week is going to be one of those people that that you don't know of, but you should definitely hear from. Somebody who can really add a lot to the hobby without existing within the constraints of the hobby, I would say. Exactly. They're self-defined, not a philatelist, but they know a lot more about... more about all this stuff than we can ever hope to, I would say. Right. Some would say it's their job. That's a good teaser, Michael. <laughs> um, this episode was a lot of fun. If people didn't like it, we'll be back to having guests on next week. So don't uh, <laughs> don't unsubscribe because then our uh, daily total will have to get a little bit higher to hit that that one million number. Right. Uh, but we will go back to our normal format. But I, I think this was nice for us to just reflect and, and catch up. And I've really enjoyed uh, getting to talk to you so much these last couple of months. And uh, yeah. Uh, until you replace me next year, this will uh, this will continue to be fun. Yeah, reflection and gratitude, I think, is the theme of of this episode, and we're looking forward to having uh, just fantastic guests on for the next year and traveling with a camera and doing these in person. Absolutely, that should be fun. Absolutely. So, Michael, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Happy too. New Year, even though there's another episode before New Year's. True. I'm going to wish you a preemptive Happy New Year. Yeah. And uh and here's to a really fun 2021. Yeah, absolutely. I will uh I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. All right.